0: Um, all right, so at this point, I'm just going to introduce Keith. Um, we've, Suzanne and I have known Keith and Heather for many years. I don't know exactly how many, but it's been a while. I want to say at least five to seven or something like that. don't know exactly. <coughs> but uh, we first met them um, at the mission in Vacaville where, where Keith uh, was on staff, and also we met him um, up at Bethel, the advances, when we were there at some of the dinners and stuff. We would keep meeting them. Then about a year and a half ago, I was calling Keith, uh, we were talking about something, and um, uh, kind of ministry related, and all of a sudden, he just starts launching into prophesying over me, and I knew it was God instantly, I didn't have a tape recorder going, so I had my typing as fast as I could, because it just, each line was like hitting me, like, okay, this guy doesn't, he doesn't know that, how could he know this, and then tonight, he just spent another uh, couple hours with our elder team, just to hear our story, and, and just speak into us. Um that's, that's really why I had him here, because that was a God-ordained moment at a time when Susanna and I needed it. God sent a few people to just honestly just kind of, um, without us planning it, just prophesy into us, and it was so incredibly accurate, and, then, and, then, uh, and we've known him for a long time. So for those two reasons, knowing that he's the real deal, he's a good guy, he's a really big lover of Jesus, and he's got a very strong prophetic uh, gifting as, as a prophet to um, the body of Christ. So I just want you to, the reason why I'm saying these things is to Tell you as the pastor, this is a good guy, you can trust him. And so just open up your hearts to receive, because as you open your hearts, you're gonna receive a whole lot more than if you have a closed heart. Would you not agree? All right. So this is would you welcome and honor Keith Ferrante?
1: Hi everybody. How you guys doing? So good to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, wasn't that an awesome worship time? Yeah. Woo! Wow, we were just caught in the glory there. Um, yeah, there's some for this. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm excited about what God has in store for us. It just feels like this is a uh, a gem. This this house is a gem here. There's a gem here, and you're got you guys are why this place is a gem. You know, uh, you are the gem. You know the the gem <laughs> where the gem gets formed. <laughs> so, uh, you know the gem is is you know gets chiseled on and everything. What which Bill was talking about. Uh, God forming us, you know, into that beautiful gold hammer, you know, that gold armor. So sometimes he chisels on it. You know, you know how you get chiseled into being that gem that people want to look at and say, wow, isn't that, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that gem beautiful? You, you know, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. <laughs> That's how you get to be beautiful, is you rub up against the next person's stuff that you don't like. And they rev up against the stuff that they don't like about you and you don't like about them. And when you choose love, you start chiseling off the raw spots of your own heart and their heart. And that's how it works. You know, uh, warfare is about 95% relationships. Relationships. The Bible says we fight not against flesh and blood. but So you'd think it'd be the opposite, but actually the enemy always takes it to flesh and blood. That's why the Bible had to say, the battle is not against the person next to you, but that's where the enemy always tries to make you think it is, isn't it? The person next to you, the person in front of you, the person in another state, the person in government, the person in business, the person you think it's them, them. When you use them language, you've already lost the battle. Those government leaders. Those people over there. Those pastors. Those people in that church. That in those. All show you that you have not let them chisel you off enough yet till you love. You know, uh, we were we were just doing a prophetic act in San Francisco. I have a school for to develop prophets and help people discover if they're a prophet. And but a couple years ago, we were first coming into San Francisco, and you know, you can feel the stuff. And um, how many feel stuff sometimes? Stuff happens. You know, there's a sign that says "stuff happens." (laughs) Spelled it a couple letters different, but stuff happens. Everybody does stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff happens to everybody and through everybody. Let's just, you know, realize that's how we get chiseled off. You know, but sometimes we go and we think we're going to do some big spiritual act somewhere. And, you know, where the battle always hits is the people right next to you. It always hits your family. You ever, you know, you come and anybody come to church tonight... And you had a few spats on the way to church. Just be real. <laughs> no one's ever had a spat on the way to church. Has anyone had a spat on the way to the prayer meeting? Or on the way to some sort of spiritual event? You, anyone ever had a spat? And you're spatting away, you know, and you're just, you know, it's just a little bit of irritation, agitation, Aggression, yelling, not kind, not sweet, and then you get a call on the phone, and it's your pastor. And you move from shut up, I'm gonna take you out, woman. It's our kids, you gotta be quiet. Ring. Oh, how are you doing, Pastor? Bless you. Oh, the Lord is good. All is well. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful day. Yes, the joy of the Lord is my strength. (laughs) (laughs) isn't the battle always manifest to the people closest to us we want to reach the world so many I want to reach those people over there you're never going to reach those people you don't get to reach them until they're yours until those become your lovey dovey family oh I love you you don't get to have any impact in them. I grew up in a miniature San Francisco. It was a little town called Willits, and everyone moved there to get away from authority. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. They legalized pot up there way before it was legalized anywhere else. Okay? Pot used to grow up over my fence, my church fence, and the neighbors. And the feds would always come in and, and do big raids, but they were allowing it in our area. And so people were very anti-authority. And um, I have no idea where I was going with that story. Those people, yes. Thank you so much. That helped me. And I would get so many people, they were so mad at the government. They were so mad. You just get, you just, all you got to do is throw out a little one-liner. All you got to do is just bait it. And it's like, Boom! You know, and they'd wave signs every week. You know, there's people waving signs on the street, people coming down there. I mean, this was just the town that I lived in. And I was talking to one guy, and I said, You know what? Do you have an authority to deal with government? Has God called you to deal with government? Has He given you a description? I mean, has He said, You know, I want you to, okay, do you have an assignment there? No, no. Okay, so why are you spending all your time on that? What's your assignment? Getting kind of quiet in here. And uh, God will not give you anybody that you don't have a lovey-dovey for. They're not your assignment. I pray for, you know, uh, even before the elections was happening, I didn't know who was going to be in elections. And so I just go through a regular thing in my heart where I study up on each party. Of course, we have preferences. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I learned to put them in my arms and get lovey-dovey with them in my spirit and, until I find, I have to be able to find the spot in there that's as deep as I would feel about my family before God will give me impact. Remember, I was in Korea doing some ministry over there, and I'm going, God, you got to touch these Koreans. God, would you come and touch the Koreans tonight? Would you bring a move of God to these Koreans? And God's like, I'm not answering that prayer. And so finally I said, oh, I love you, my Koreans. I love you, my Koreans, my beautiful people. God says, now I can answer because now they've become yours. Now you have become the answer to the prayer. We were praying the harvest, you know, the harvest message. You want the key, the Billy Graham key. You know, Jesus tells his disciples, he goes, hey, look, there's a big old harvest out here, Matthew 9. Look, the harvest is ripe and ripe. Laborers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. He's setting them up. Jesus is tricking them. He says, pray the Lord of the harvest, you know. Pray that the Lord will send out laborers into the field. And so what does he do? He gets them to pray. Matthew 9, toward the end of the chapter. Matthew chapter 10, verses 1. The next verse, he says, and Jesus sent his disciples out two by two into the field. He's got to get you praying. Then he's going to send you. God, would you please send someone to reach those wicked people way over there? (laughs) It's love that brings people in. It was love that won me. It wasn't a good argument. I was against what I am now for. And people that I were against loved me. And I saw Jesus in them for the first time. I saw it was like Jesus manifesting. Though I was against them, they loved me anyways. And it brought me in. And I flipped. And I said, this is it. It took me a couple years for my brain to catch up. Because my brain kept saying, I'm not sure about those guys that are shaking their head and the joy and all this stuff. God won't give anything you don't have love for. And it's so convenient to pray this nice prayer. I remember I was traveling all over the world, and (coughs) I'd been praying for every country of the world because I knew God said he wouldn't give you any country, any people you don't have a heart for. So I prayed for a couple years. Every morning the sun would come out. I'd go out on a walk early in the morning. And when the sun came out, I'd say, Lord, who do you want me to pray for? And he'd say, Cuba. And I'd start prophesying over Cuba. And I love to just pray and prophesy without knowing anything about that place. And just, God, I think there's someone in government, second in command. You know, this is what's going to happen. And i try to just stretch my prophetic skills. And then I would begin to get my heart. But the goal was I would pray as far as I could go without knowledge. And then I'd get on to different things. And I'd study up on Cuba or wherever it was, and by the end of a couple hours, I'm going, I love you, Cuba, I love you, oh, I just love you. I listen to their music, I look at their pictures, I try to catch something, because they're in the heart of God. And uh one day I was, uh, there, I and mean, there's a couple of cool stories, Let me maybe I'll hit one real fast, but I was, he said one day, he said, Keith, there's not just, you know, Western worship going on up here. I said, yeah, he said, there's, worship from Indonesia going on up here. And I'm saying, well, where's Indonesia? And I am thinking in my head, where's Indonesia? I'm, saying, I'm probably somewhere near India or something. And so I started praying and I was doing this prayer and then I get on my keyboard and I'm trying to, you know, you're trying to connect and get as much in sync with that sound and that heartbeat. So I'm trying to figure out this Indonesian sound. I think maybe it's... And I'm praying this Prayer that I think might be a little, I don't know. You know, I'm just going through this fun. This is my prayer time. This is how, how I do it. <laughs> and eventually, you know, I get on then, find out where, in, you know, Indonesia is, and I'm getting a heart, and all this sort of stuff. I, you know, write out a prayer, write out some prophetic words and everything, and by the end, I'm, oh, I love you, Indonesia. And, you know, and I'm like, and sometimes, I literally, I could, I could do that maybe for four or five days, and I couldn't do it for a week after that because it was too much for my heart. You would start feeling some of the bad stuff too and the heaviness, and you just like, I can't handle it anymore. He'd say, You know, I let you taste of it. Now you got to get some joy and give it up to me. You know, let the. So, but I was, you know, given this, you know, Indonesia. I went home. I was checking my Facebook. There was a, a Facebook message, a friend request. So I said yes. I didn't know who they were. They sent me a message later on, private message. They said, hi, we're from Indonesia. We've been there for this many years. Would you please come to Indonesia? We need help. First time I've ever ever thought I'd ever met an Indonesian person that I had known about. You pray it, and he can open the door. That's how easy it is. Did you guys catch that? The harvest mantle is here, and it is pregnant. All God has to do, and this is what happens when I get just connected in a little bit too much of a lightning bolt. And I just enjoy it. I don't resist it anymore because stuff happens when it happens, you know. And I just, you know, whatever. You know, I try to hold that in sometimes. And when I'm around an influential person or something, I need to be on my best behavior. They look... <laughs> The suit, they look really nice, and I don't want to mess this up. And, you know, (laughs) and nothing happens. And then I do four or five meetings, and finally, uh, you know, an angel shows up, and I grab the angel's hand, and then I go wild. And my head shakes, and I go smacking the person in the chest and prophesying over them like a wild man running around the room dancing around and just, "Ah!" and the place just opens up, the atmosphere opens up, and they're like, I want to help you start a business, man. I just believe in you. I need to partner with you. So sometimes you try to hold back, and you realize, when you just let yourself be who you are and it's authentic, it'll, people want it. They want what's real. Sometimes we're so like, what is you know, like the secret sauce to the, the harvest? It's just being you. Being a healthy you. (laughs) Being a you that's healthy. (laughs) You don't have to be healthy, but I'm saying it helps to bring people into the kingdom. (laughs) You don't have to try to win people when you're healthy. When you're healthy, you are the light that they want to come and be towards. Jesus says... You are the light of the world. He didn't say he was the light of the world. Look at him in Scripture. City on a hill, that's you. What does does light mean? Nothing hidden. You are the sons of light. Your father is is the father of lights, and you're the sons of light. Ephesians 5 says, we're the children of light. The fruit of light is truth, righteousness, and goodness. So, if you just learn to be the light, people come running because darkness wants to be around the light. We get so frustrated at the darkness. We're complaining about the darkness all the time. The darkness, it's dark out there. And media saying, it's dark, it's dark, it's dark. And we're like, yeah, it's dark, it's terrible. <laughs> darkness has always been around. Who's going to be the light? Who's just going to dial up the light and just not hide anymore? We got all sorts of dark, you know, people, it's always a big deal to, for someone to come out. and need to come out and be who they are. Why don't the body of Christ just come out and be the light? Quit hiding the light. It's been flipped. Darkness uh, flaunts themselves, and, and the light hides. You know what that's called? That's called the political spirit. I don't care if you have a little of Jesus, just keep it in the fireplace. It's the same thing that was happening to Daniel. Daniel, we don't care, you know. You got good integrity and everything, but you just can't worship the Lord for 30 days. It's the same exact thing that's happening the political spirit don't have Jesus in school don't have Jesus in the government don't have Jesus on the street listen I don't got to preach Jesus everywhere I just got to be Jesus everywhere you know what I decided you know I'm a new creation these hands are meant to worship I don't I have to fight against them from worshiping I no longer live. Christ lives. And what is inside of me is worship and praise. So when I'm on the streets, all of a sudden my hands start itching. They want to praise. My feet want to praise. But it isn't the place to praise because it's been said that this is not the place to praise. We need to be respectable for people. We need to do our thing in private. And I say, I'm not going to hide the worship from the one that created the ground that I'm walking on. I am not going to hide I'm not going to hide to be polite to the darkness. To the enemy who has made it unpopular to let the light out. It's not politically correct. I'm not talking about arguing. Don't argue. That's not the way. Just let out the light. (laughs) Just let it out. But you got to have some light in you. If the light in you is darkness, how dark? What is the light? It's truth. Righteousness. And what is truth? Truth means nothing hidden. The truth will set you free. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Truth means nothing hidden. The Reformation is this. I was asking the Lord 15, 17 years ago, about the year 2000, what's the Reformation that's upon us? He said something that didn't even sound grammatically correct. He said, the just shall live by real. Those who know they are loved and accepted will no longer hide, and then there will be a mighty harvest. What's the number one reason people won't want to go to church? a bunch of hypocrites in church isn't that what they accuse us of what is hypocrite actor where we get the word actor it's the leaven of Herod I believe also it was was, watch out for that leaven acting how you doing bro oh praise the lord I'm good all is well I remember, one. you know, God just wants you to let the light out. Get it out. Get the junk out. Get the good, bad, and the ugly out around safe people so you can get healed up and you can get all. So when the devil comes to you, he came to Jesus, he could find no foothold on him. So that when he comes to you, it's the same thing. He comes to you and he says, I got you. You've been thinking that. You say, you know what? Yeah, I've been rusting through that and thinking that, but I'm, I've already told I'm already working that through with a safe person, my spiritual father, my mother, my wife. It's not about perfection. It's about in the community of friends and family that you have learned to build and fight for the truth. You know what I used to do when the enemy would come at me and just barrage me because I had this thing inside of me. that's like, you know what? I want to be a Joseph in my family. I want to break a curse in the family line. You know Abraham and Isaac and Jacob all had the curse of deception on them. They all they all had a this, a little deception seed. <coughs> Out of fear, they would not say their wife was their wife. They'd say it was her sister or something like that. You know they went through this whole thing. And I had one one little key I didn't have all the keys but I had one key and it was way back th- you know I'm like you know what my key is when, when the devil just clobbering me with dirty thoughts and evil thoughts and, and, you're, and you're like those are mine and you want to act them out and they build up because months after months you just you, you, you wear down you're like those are mine I say you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go tell the person I care the most about what they think exactly those thoughts have that devil And I I, I told all the wrong people, by the way, because people can't handle your junk if you're a pastor. (laughs) They can't handle the fact that pastors have junk. (laughs) So I learned the hard way. That scar right there, the nose is crooked a little bit. All those things, that's all the hard lessons I learned on who I could tell and who couldn't tell about my junk. I had to learn, you know, if you want to live in the light, you've got to, you got to take your shoes off first and your socks and let, see if people handle, handle your stinky feet first before you just, you know, let them see the, the whole nakedness, you know, and just let them see all the junk and the imperfections and stuff. <laughs> Some people just, they hide everything or they just spew it all and it's like, ah, too much to handle, ah. Or when, you know, it's interesting, people that hide everything and they try to act like everything's okay and they prophesy and they just, you know, this or that, but they got a bunch of junk in there. I can't stand to hear them prophesy. (laughs) I don't know why, but something about their words are just like gongs. It's like blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And after two years, it finally spews out what was already under there. I'm like, I love you way better like this than I did you, blah, 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 and all the prophecies. I don't have any guilt for you wrestling through your junk. Just be real. Come out in the light. Because, you know, the truth will set you. You'll actually get free bringing it out. And you get some good moms and dads around, they say, you're too good to be acting that way. That's not you. It's not who you are. Get back up. Come on. Get back in the game. It's time to get in the game. It took 10 years for me to get religious junk off of me, shame off of me. 10 years of confessing to fathers. For me to just finally start losing the grip of shame on my life that was always on. You're not enough. You're evil. You're just a sex tempter, monger, fear monger, angry monger, whatever it is, the enemy throws. You know what the enemy does? He punches you. He's he's got a one-two. He hits you with the temptations. He's the author of temptation. Even Jesus was tempted in every way. Throws every nasty thing at you, every evil thing at you, and then the other punch is shame. You shouldn't have thought that. Who do you think you are? You're not a believer. You have no authority. What do you think you're doing? He's good at one twoing you. What's the two about? It's about trying to get you to take ownership of it. He throws this one, and then he throws this one for you to take ownership. And as soon as you say, oh, God, I'm sorry for thinking that thought, then he's got you. Now, if you wrestled with that thought for a while and it became yours, then you do need to repent from it. But he's so good at getting us to take ownership of something that he threw at us. That's how he steals our authority. That's why we can't have a harvest. That's what I'm talking about. It's about harvest here. You want to have a harvest? You go out, and the enemy's going to remind you all the reasons why you don't have authority to go have that harvest. You ever done door to door? (laughs) That's a good way to test your marriage (laughs) door to door. (laughs) I remember doing door-to-door years ago with my wife, man, we fought tooth and nail from door to door. I hated that thing. Oh my word, I hated door-to door. Anyways, in San Francisco, we were going to San Fran, you know, my kids were in the back seat, my wife, and I've learned the battle is not this thing out here, some grandioso thing. The battle is my family. It's loving them well. Global reform starts at home. You want to see reformation? It starts from the inside out. So whenever I start feeling the battle, I stop trying to make it about this. I turn to the person right next to me and make sure I love them well and say, I don't care. Who cares what happens today? If I go preach somewhere and you feel in the battle, the same thing comes. You go preach and you're just, you know what? The sermon, that's not the big deal. You're my big deal. Family at home. My lovely wife, you're the big deal. Because the kids will start acting. I mean, <laughs> Enemy is really good at, you know, uh, what he does. So we went over to um, England, and we were doing a joy walk. Four high places, England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, took about 30, about 15 people from the states, 15 people from over there. And we were just going over declaring it's a new day. It was about 2004, I think. They had the most sun that ever shone in 350 years, the whole time we were walking. Biggest earthquake in 50 years. And the government, for the first time in 40 years in Ireland, made a pact to work together the day after we were on that little mole hill in Ireland. But on that last day, we weren't doing any big spiritual warfare. All we were doing was walking together, loving one another well, and enjoying and laughing. Kingdom of God is righteous peace and joy. Imagine, you know, the power of unity. Imagine if we just made the main goal just to get along (laughs) and really celebrate. The goal, not to just tolerate, but like to enjoy the person next to you. See, God's the one that sees whether you're enjoying that person or enduring that person. We want a harvest of the lost. We just, we ought to harvest each other first. We ought to love each other first and bring the prodigals home that are right here in our midst. That feel all alone and like no one else is there with them. Start here. Start by loving the person that's difficult three pews, you know, three seats across from you. That person that you're no longer sitting next to used to be best friends with. See what would happen. I think it's little bit easier than we imagine. (coughs) It's coming back to that simplicity of no longer trying to hide. Just being who you are. It's so much easier just to be you. My wife has a good statement. It's ubu. You be you. (laughs) Just you be you. Quit trying to be something else. I don't try to be anything else. You know, everything that I am is what I am. Everything I speak is what I already carry. I'm not trying to bring something I'm not going to bring something that I'm not tested in. See, people can see right through that. (coughs) When we we start just being in the light, you don't got to have a perfect day. Moved next to, um, after about, we, we, we got a house four or five years ago, and we moved next to, police officer, and amongst other people in the neighborhood. And he knows everyone in the, in the neighborhood right away. He's, he's the man of authority and comes in, and he's, you know, just, hey, what's, you know. And, uh, and I'm just like, you know what, I'm not going to hide. You know, and he had a shoulder problem. I said, hey, what's wrong with your shoulder? Let me pray for you. And I prayed for his shoulder. Nothing, didn't get healed. But I'm like, I'm not going to hide. <coughs> So um, I, I play the piano. I go a little bit ballistic sometimes on my piano. I, I just decided I'm not going to hide my worship, no matter where, in my neighborhood, wherever I'm walking, I, gotta, I fight to just be authentically me all the time. I said, you know what, I'm not, just, it's, I'm not keeping it for here. If I get out here, the members of my body, if they start... You know when you say, "Jesus, I love you. Anything, I'll give anything. I'll go. Yes, I'll do anything." And then, he, then He shows up in the restaurant. You start, whoa, 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 Oh, so you don't, you're, you're, you're compartmentalizing when I can do things. So you want a move of God, do yeah? you? Well, let's keep the move of God here. You want a move of God? You, you remove the boundaries. It has to be authentic to who you are all the time. That's the only thing that has power over the devil is Authenticity. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've ministered to government officials doing this right here. <laughs> Believe me, not by choice. I still feel the fears sometimes, but I've just decided not to. <clears throat> those are not ones I'm going to allow to reign over me. Anyways, praise you, Lord. So my neighbor, I'm going ballistic on my piano, and I'm like, you know what? I'm probably going to get a, a note from him, or he's going to come talk to me or something. <laughs> so I got this big grand piano, and I it's right out in the front, so it's kind of like half near to the street and the neighbors and... <clears throat> It's not about insensitivity. I'm sensitive to people. I'm not, it's not about belligerence, all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that rudeness or whatever, but I'm like, it's about this thing in my heart that is just, he's everything. I just got to be who I am, you know, and sometimes I'm screaming around the house, shouting praises, jumping all around, trying to kick butt on the devil. Do you ever feel the devil? Sometimes you got to praise at the level of your warfare. So it's like he's pounding you. Oh, Jesus, I need your help. I ain't going to do it. Right. Valley Baraka, 2 Chronicles 20. Devil, you know, the enemy's coming at him, and the prophet said, this is what you're going to do. Send the praisers out. Right. It says, as they praise, and that word praise is halal. Halal is where we get is clamorously foolish, bonkers, raving, mad praise. That's what that translates out. Okay, when your enemy comes at you with swords, and they're going to actually kill you you ever seen the testimonies of someone going to hold someone up with a gun and the person starts going ballistic and speaking in tongues and the person, the gunman runs off? It works. We want a move of God, but we're doing everything we can. We're doing his job. We protect ourselves. We we want a move of God, but we're not letting God move. I'm not saying don't, you know, stupid stuff. But every time I, I mean, I, I, mean, I went through a whole season with dogs. It's like, man, didn't, dogs are my enemy <laughs> on the walks, you know. It's just like any loose dog would get out, you know. They'd find me. <laughs> Big dogs, you know. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, you know, uh, can I bring a stick, Lord, please? (laughs) Can I, you know, do something? And so one day I brought a stick with me. And like I said, I lived in the woods. I lived in the Redwoods. And this is like, you don't know who you're going to find out in the boonies, okay? You're not going to come in upon somebody's field of, you know, (laughs) I mean... Anyways, I brought a stick with me one day, and, and then there was a dog that came running down this road at me, and and I, you know, at that moment, I was, you know, kind of walking with the stick. It broke. <laughs> the stick broke. I'm like, fine, Lord. You know, and the dog runs up to me, and it's sniffing all over, you know, ah. I mean, and, and it's just like, Really? <laughs> is what I got to go through <laughs> I was in Fiji and uh they um I went out in the ocean another one of my rival enemies is sharks <coughs> and I was out hanging out in the ocean away from a boat, and people were scuba diving down below, and I couldn't scuba dive. <coughs> I had already went down once. I was off by myself, and then I heard the Lord say, do you trust me? I'm real soft. Do you trust me? And you know, it's like, oh, no. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> and the next moment, of course, you know this. What's going to happen? A shark shows up. And you know the amazing thing is it doesn't matter if it's a dangerous shark, a nice shark, it's a dolphin, whatever it is. I almost died by dolphins in L.A. about 20 years ago. Because in my mind they were sharks. And I was in a riptide and I was hypothermian because I was out in the cold. And your brain makes it real. And you, it's real. Fear will kill you. And so I'm out in the water with these, this shark and, and I freak out and I have this little chintzy snorkel thing on and I'm glugging all this water and everything and I'm paddling to get back to the boat and it's way back to the land, is way over there and I'm the only one up on the surface and I'm freaking out and paddle for a little while and then I'm, thought comes back, okay, he said, do you trust me? Okay, all right, I'm going to go back. So I turn around and I go back, and I'm snorkeling And the shark's not there anymore. I'm snorkeling again, and then comes and it's a little closer this time. The shark, and I'm freaking out. But I, I don't, I don't run. And then it comes a third time, and it's underneath with me. You know, staying with me. And I'm like, uh, Lord, this is about as far as my trust is gonna go. <laughs> this is. You know, so I, it took me forever, and I finally made it back to the boat. Well, a year or so later, I went back, and I'm in a different location, and I'm not—I'm I'm just just off the shore. You know, I don't know, fifty, hundred yards or something, and um, snorkeling. And the next thing I—I—I I, I start seeing these pictures. You know how, even if it's not real, it just comes in your mind. You get it going. You can be in a swimming pool and imagine sharks. (laughs) Anyone know what I'm talking about? Fear's real. And so I'm out there and I'm starting to go through this battle again in my mind and the sharks. And the Lord said, we already dealt with that one last year. See, what's the point of this? We want to harvest, but we can't have a harvest if we're afraid So God leads us through battles to deal with our fears. Fear of man will be a snare. God has not given you a spirit of fear. The word fear is intimidation, timid. Timidity, it means to be a little less than who you are. Devil doesn't care if you are who, you you know, just be there, just be quiet. Just be there. Just just pull it in a little bit. Political spirit. It's what Daniel said he wouldn't put up with. He opened his window, threw his hands wide, and praised God as he had done for years, three times a day, giving thanks to the Lord. You want to get authority? That's authority right there. Some people want to be free to do whatever you want to do, but try some freedom to worship. Try to worship. Don't, don't be free to prove to someone else you're free. Don't anyone tell me what to do. I'm in America. I'm free to do whatever I want to do. We have an independent spirit in America. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Where there's lordship, there's true freedom. Freedom. Anyways. What is this freedom thing about? What is this worship thing about? What is this going ballistic about him all about? It's about pleasing the Lord. You know, and after about a month, my uh, my big neighbor police officer comes over and says, Keith, I heard you out there. Been hearing you play that piano. I'm waiting for it. It's like, I love it. Can you teach me? (laughs) You know, and I decided, you know what? I'm not hiding from my neighbors. I'm not hiding, I'm not trying to be the perfect Christian. They see me outside playing basketball with my kids. Sometimes we're arguing, you know. Sometimes my son, he ain't a perfect angel. I'm not the perfect dad. But I'll hear, I'll hear him, you know, he'll come out, Keith. You're an amazing father. You 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 live your life the best you can in front of folks and be authentic and love the people that are closest to you the best. Starting with yourself and the Lord and then moving out, spouse and kids and all of that. You don't try to go this far. we got to start this big outreach. Start it here. Love this well. Global reform starts at home. Be yourself. Your kids ought to see you going ballistic for Jesus on a regular basis. Your wife ought to see you doing that. Whoever's around you ought to see you. Netta say, I know my dad, and that's, that's authentic. That's who he really is. That's where you get authority. How many want some authority? Man, I listen, I want to see the atmosphere change. I want to see the heavens shifted. I want to see California brought into the kingdom. I want to see... America brought back. I want to see the nations come to the Lord. That's what I live and breathe from, and I traveled. But it's like God said, "Nah, stop traveling. Come home and start home, and let it start from here, and then let it come out. Let it start from home first. That's authenticity. Come on, what do you want to do, Jesus? Ha, ha, ha. Oh. Shh. Bump on the piano just for a second, and we're getting just a couple, uh, just a short uh, advertisement. I have a new book that I just put out, The Happy Prophet. Imagine that. (laughs) 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 This is about my 18 years of fighting through depression (laughs) as a serious, introspective, critical of myself, pastor, and emerging prophet and learning how to bring joy in my life, learning that this is a part of what heaven's all about. This is New covenant prophets are supposed to be known by how much joy they get around the finished work of Jesus. So this is all about healthy prophets and healthy prophetic folks and healthy believers. So if you want, if you need a good dose of joy, I want to just encourage you to get this and saturate. I want to give this to you, Bill. Bless you. You're such an atmosphere carrier. Thank you for the fire of God on Bill, Lord Jesus, that he just carries well heaven's flame, Lord, and you're just escalating, Lord Jesus, accelerating his season, opening him up new territory, Lord Jesus, because he is your Nehemiah. He is the one that has waited by the king with the wine to serve the king, and he has served you well, Lord, and you're taking him now to assess the walls and begin to go to assess the walls and declare to different ones, come on, it's Get over here and repair this part of the wall. Get over here and repair this part of the wall. And so it is. blessed, that season of assessment, Lord, that's flowing through him. Lord, in the travel, Lord Jesus, in the region, Holy Spirit, and what's going to open up in the building anointing. Lord, you're tapping on the building anointing. It's time to build. It's, you're not just a watchman on the wall. You're a builder, too. You can do both. And so it is blessed. And we bless the people around you that God's brought the you know, the armor bearers and the different ones around you to, to, to help sound the call as well. So we bless that yes. and all that you're doing in Jesus' name. Yes. Oh, haha! Uh-huh. And here's another dose of my joy on, on uh, CD, <laughs> CT form. Five, uh, five messages on, called Celebrate Your Harvest Depends On It. And this is something that, that you know, um, I had a divine encounter the last couple of weeks where I met Lou Engle and Doug Addison. Uh, God gave one of Lou's sons a dream about us three doing something together, calling California to a harvest, that it's time for harvest. So March 1st through April 9th, we're going we're gonna to release a 40-day a fast. Lou's a big faster. I'm a big feaster. So we're going to do a 40-day fast with myself, Doug, and Lou, and Lou will be fasting the food, I will be celebrating that it's time for harvest, <laughs> and Doug is releasing a uh, <laughs> negativity fast, <laughs> and so we're, well, I'm really excited about that, but anyways, the, you know, really, it's, it's us three, it's a unique hybrid of prophets from different parts of California, Just, but my thing is, whenever it's time for harvest, you have to celebrate. You sow in tears, but you reap with joy. And so how you pray determines your harvest. And I think, I really believe the the prayers are, are, are ready. We've prayed the tears prayers for California. And it's time to start releasing a faith joy that says, now is the time, Lord, for harvest. This is harvest time. So listen, I really believe this is God's DNA, And, you know, sometimes people think, you, you look like you're having fun up there, you're laughing kind of guy, lightheaded guy. Listen, you don't realize how many depression battles I've had to fight. I've chosen joy, not because it's some natural thing that I got, in, in that I just was this happy-go-lucky person. I'm not the happiest person around. Uh, every, every bit of joy that leaks out of me is fought for. And it's, it's, it's come, and, you know, at the revelation of, of so many things. So, and if I can get it, Anybody can get it. So I, I just want to bless who who who's the most depressed person in this place? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're the hungriest person, so I'll give it to you. Yeah, you know what? You're you're what's your name? Rachel, you're just looking for a battle to fight, Rachel. You're a fighter, yeah. You're a warrior. And this is your season. There's creativity on you. There's worship on you. you got a great heart of love. The Lord says, you're meant for this family. This is a good place of family, for home, and you got a good discernment on you. And I just see him just as your worship and greater and greater authority is going to emerge. Your worship is your authority. So we just bless you. Shh. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And uh, well, my wife put out a book. Now this is kid version, the Happy Place, and this is this is the encounter my daughter had when she was going up into heaven on a regular basis. And um, she was, and, and Heather started asking, "Where are you going?" She's going, "So I go to my happy place." So we had an artist. they took a few years to put this together, and and it's a beautiful little encounter that you go up into heaven. It's real kid friendly, so. Is there, who has like, yeah, let's give it to you, sir. <laughs> he worked it. <coughs> What's your baby's name? Aria. Aria. Well, Lord, we just bless Aria, Lord, and the joy, the joy that Aria is destined for. To just know a home of safety, to know a family that loves Aria fully. And that there's a supernatural anointing for Aria. Yeah, there's signs and wonders. There's a prophetic anointing. There's a joy anointing. There's a connected end to the things of heaven, even at this age, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord, that there's a healthy mind, a clear mind, and just breakthrough. And we thank you for this man, Lord. He's just, Lord, just get him, Lord. Thank you for that wildness in him, Lord. Just get him a little more drunk, Jesus. Get him a little more drunk in the spirit of God. Thank you, Father. You've given him a Barnabas heart, a heart to encourage and a heart to serve, Lord Jesus. And Father, Lord, he's just a healthy man right here. He can be whacked on without getting offended, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, you can get it to him. You can get it through him because he'll give away whatever you give to him. Because he's just got a big heart, Father. And you've given him a strategic, Lord, a heart, Lord, for strategy, for, Lord Jesus, expansion. Lord, Jesus, you're not just, you know, a settler, you're a pioneer. And you have the ability to serve, but you have an ability to take ground as well. And there's seasons where you're the armor bearer and seasons where you have an armor bearer. And so we just bless you. You're one that hears God well. And we bless you in in this season in Jesus' name. Bless you, man. Bless Bless you. Oh. Time to get the kiddos. Do we need to? Are they all right? Okay, so
0: we're gonna keep going so, um, so parents, you can get your kids and bring them back in here and uh, because we're still gonna do some ministry and stuff, but we want children to be involved in this, we want them to see God moving, okay? Oh, and then uh, I have like four music prophetic CDs back
1: there. This one is just an instrumental. And some people think it's their favorite soaking instrumental. It's kind of got some soakers and some provokers on it. So, who loves just those? Yeah, I want to give it to you, the singer there. Uh, what was your name? Tomali. Scott, you had something for her? Scott, run up here real fast. Scott's one of our emerging prophets from uh, somewhere near Vacaville. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Here, let's see. What do you got
2: for her? Well, the Lord was just showing me that he's going to start waking you in the middle of the night. He's going to start talking to you, ministering to you. You're going to think it's a dream, but he's, a, he's actually going to have visitations to you. You're going you're gonna to start prophesying yourself. You're going to start writing words, and those words are going to become songs. You're going to start writing your own songs. You're not going to be just following along. You're going to be leading. It's it's all in front of you. It's happening right now. You don't have to do anything. Just expect visitations of the Lord. And you should be in our class. Uh, go to EmergingProphet.com, I think it is, right? Or sure. doc, .org. You should go there and see, and, and, and you should be in our school, because the prophetic is all over you.
1: Oh. Come on. Wow. Well, we just released that. Jesus, Here, grab her hand. We release that over her right now, Lord. Let the fire just hit her, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for her and many other prophetic folks, Lord, that are in this house. Lord, that this house is stewarded well. We bless the prophetic ministry out of this house. We bless what you're doing here, Lord Jesus. We bless what you're doing in her. We say the wildness be released. Whoa! Whoa! Let the wildness be released. Fire on you. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Drunk. Oh, it's the best way to come out of hiding. Shaka baba. Ha ha. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> yes. And Scott, you had something else for the house. You had a little word for the house. You're seeing about the kingly anointing.
2: Yes, when I, when I first came in tonight, uh, I was just sitting in the back, and I was just thinking, okay, Lord, what do you want to show me? And he showed me the Queen of England. I was thinking, how does the Queen of England have something to do with the church? So as he was, as he was revealing this to me, you know, the Queen of England... She is the queen of England. She has the authority. This church has the authority. It walks in authority. But it's not an overwhelming type of authority. The king of England Eng, the queen of England, excuse me. When she waves, you know, and she has that wave, you know she has the authority, but she has an appro- like an approachable person. It's not an overwhelmingness. It's it's something to come and partner with. It's something to come alongside, and that's what this church walks in. It walks in that. It walks in the authority of the Lord, but not to overwhelm people, but to come next to people, to to come and just agree with people. Tonight, when I saw the the little sign, well, actually, my I turned one, I turned one uh, in a driveway, one back, and I thought that that big building was your church. I pulled up and I thought, well, this isn't it. And so I came here and I saw your little sign pointing to this church. But, but you guys have, even though it's a smaller church, you guys have the authority of a huge church. And God is taking you there now. He, you have that anointing on this church right now. The authority of God to partner with other people, with other churches. So, God, we just, we release that. We release that anointing on this church right now, that it it has the authority in this community. It's, It's powerful, yet it's unassuming. It's partnering with other people, with other churches, with the body of Christ. And we just release that right now. And thank you, Jesus. Amen.
1: Come on. Thank you, Scott. That was great. You guys all right with this for another minute or two? I want you to know I see you blameless in my sight Like Nathaniel No guile in your heart Nothing hidden I want you to know I've been hiding you For such a time as this To bring the bay Alive again I want you to know that you've done a good job confessing your sins this isn't a prefabricated song by the way this is just for you I want you to know that I do see you blameless For me today, and I'm giving you an authority for a new day. I'm giving you an authority, an authority, and my angels are here, and my angels are near. And my angels are here. They're here to give out orders. And my angels are here to bring reconciliation to what is dear to your heart. I'm reconciling your heart right now. And I'm bringing you up higher chosen to stay low I'm bringing you up higher there's more for you than you know are you ready for what I am going to give to you are you ready for the breakthrough are you ready and as you fought with love it's like an axe that's hammered the brazen sky. The hardened hearts of those around your life. And as you've loved, the crack has begun to form. The crack has begun to form in your heavens. The crack has begun to form over this region. The crack is forming. The crack is breaking now. The crack has been growing along the fault line. And I've erased your fault line. And I'll get ready for the dam to burst. Get ready for the dam to burst. Get ready for the dam to burst. And watch it burst. Watch it burst. Watch it burst in you first. Watch it burst in you first. Because you say, Oh Lord. When this move of God comes, it'll touch that person over there. When this move of God comes, it'll bring such a great breakthrough over there. And that church right there, I'm sure they'll host it well. And those people, and that pastor, he'll do so well. Oh, Lord, yes, bring that breakthrough sometime soon. I say to you, I want to bring the breakthrough to you right now, tonight, to let my love in your heart, (coughs) cracking through, cracking through and bringing the breakthrough, the dam that's going to burst forth is coming in you. You'll not be able to be quiet anymore. You'll not be able to be quiet anymore. And the dam will have to burst in your heart. The dam will have to burst in your heart. You're not going to be able to be quiet anymore. Because I'm I'm pressing on your heart. 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 Until what is inside of you comes out Cause I want the damn to break out I want it so good what's inside of you It's so good what's inside of you It's not the junk that's coming out Resist me, you cannot resist me. Here I come, here I come. You cannot resist me, you cannot resist me. Bay Area, you cannot resist me, you cannot resist me, you cannot resist me. Here I come from the north, from the north. I'm coming from the north, I'm coming from the north. Here I come, the North Star. I'm coming from the north, the North Star. I'm coming from the north. You cannot hide from me. You cannot hide from me. Watch for a harvest in the Asian community. Watch for a harvest in the Asian community. The least of these will become the greatest. Those that were pushed down will rise up highest. I have seen your prayers. I say it's time for families to come together again. To come together again. To come together again, I will bring that reconciliation. And you say, oh Lord, it'll be so good for reconciliation. Oh, it I can't wait for that family member to reconcile with me. I'm causing the dam of love to burst inside of you That you can no longer stay away From that one that really hurts to you will go to them and wash their feet and tell them I don't care who did the wrong I love you and I need to be together with you together in this somehow we'll work it out I know we will it does not matter who is right and who is wrong You'll see my people dance like they've never danced before. They'll dance in the streets. You'll dance in the streets. You'll dance in the streets. You'll dance in the streets. Whoa! Let it go. Let the spirit of God take control. Dancing, dancing. Letting go. Let the spirit of God take control. Dancing, dancing. Let it go. Let the spirit of God take control. Dancing, dancing. I know, no. I know you can dance. I know you can dance. I've seen you dance. I have seen you dance, I know you can dance Oh, the ones that are redeemed Not gonna let anyone hold that dance back anymore Not gonna let anyone hold that dance back anymore Dancing, 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 dancing Dancing, dancing, dancing Dancing, 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 dancing in the streets, on the streets, and the streets, streets in the streets, on the streets, in the streets, the streets in the streets. Why am I dancing in the streets? It's this a little strange, I don't care, I don't care. I don't know why I've gotta dance in the streets, but I just wanna dance in these streets. These are for the king, these are for the king, these are for the king are for the king oh you're dancing for those who cannot Dance for themselves. You're dancing as a prophetic act for those who cannot dance for themselves. Declaring for them, this is your day to dance, and you will praise. This is your dance, and you will praise. You will praise. You will dance. You will dance. You will dance. I will dance with you. I will dance. I'll hear the Lord say, I will dance with you, I will dance. I am dancing with you, I am twirling you, I'm twirling you. Twirling you, I'm twirling you, I'm twirling you, I'm twirling you. You're mine. You will dance, you will dance. Will you dance, will you dance? I will dance The song of the redeemed The song of the redeemed Lord, you set me free You set me free I will dance I will dance and shout and praise your name Give you glory every day I will dance I will dance I will praise your name, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, the dance of the redeemed, the dance of the redeemed. I will dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, I'll dance, the song of the redeemed, the song of the redeemed. dance 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 your freedom dance your freedom dance your way out of the darkness dance your way into the light let your dance be seen this is part of coming into the light let your dance be seen Let your dance be seen I'll let my dance be seen I'll let my dance be seen For the King of Kings Oh, Oh. 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 dance and dance and dance and dance And dance I don't care I'm making a joyful dance before my king This is yours, this is your city, Lord This is your family, this is your body, Lord This is your church, I'm dancing, saying it's yours It's yours, it's yours It belongs to you, belongs to you I belong to you, we belong to you I belong to you Dance dance, 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 dance. Dance, dance, dance. Dance, dance, dance. Dance, dance, dance. I'm on a dance dance dance, 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 dance. Everything is good. Everything's all right. Everything is good. Ha, ha, ha. Everything's all right. Everything is good. Everything is right. And I will love you now. Till I'm free, dance, 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 in love with the king, dance, 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 and dance all night, dance, 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 into the light. I'm on a dance, I'm on a dance, I'm breaking off the shame, I'm breaking off the years of shame and pain, I'm breaking off the shame, and dance, dance, dancing dancing with my lover, and I. My lover and I am dancing with my lover and I Dancing with my lover and I Dancing eye to eye, cheek to cheek Heart to heart, mouth to mouth I do eye, cheek to cheek Heart to heart, mouth to mouth You and I Dancing, dancing Dance, dance, dance You and I Dance, dance, dance In the sky Dance, dance, dance In the street You and me, I'm dancing cause
2: I'm